0: i'm chelsea williams welcome to the informed supply chain tech podcast today we'll be talking about rfid and specifically the supplies tags and labels that are needed to create an rfid system we have kelly brenneisen with us she is a supplies application architect at zebra technologies kelly thanks for being here thank you so rfid has been around for a while but i think when it was first introduced there were some barriers to adopting it there was the cost of the materials, and also having an accessible person who knew how to support the technology. Today, we've arrived at a place where it's more accessible for businesses to implement. I know it informs we get a lot of questions from people who are curious about whether it might work for them. What do you say to businesses who are curious about RFID? How could they do a self-evaluation to know if they're ready to start looking at it?
1: That is actually a great question. One of the things we hear a lot about is why should I try this again? So just like you alluded to in the past, product was not as reliable as it is today. You could say 15, 20 years ago, an RFID tag. Would have had a 60% chance of reading correctly. Today, that 98, 99% of the time you will get good reads off of a tag. That's phenomenal, and that's the only way to build actual good solutions around. You have to have consistent reads. So some of the things that customers should be looking for, not necessarily do I need RFID, but what are my pain points? RFID is a solution to a pain. Things like, are you wanting to implement any type of e-tailing platform? If so, your inventory has to be accurate all the time. And almost to the second, you have to have good reads on what your inventory looks like. If you have a customer who's going online and says, I want to order these jeans, and by the time the order gets through the process, those jeans aren't on the floor, they're going to have a bad experience. And that's not what your goal is with your e-tailing platform. Do you need to perhaps redeploy employees into more important tasks? Are you paying employees to do really mundane things? Example, are they walking the floor looking for expired product, whether that would be food items or medical items, or even things that you want to mark down. Maybe you have a regular markdown mode that after three weeks into a season, you want to mark down product. If you use RFID with a handheld reader, you can walk the floor and find those things much quicker than you are by lifting up every single item and having to touch everything. So those are just some of the things that RFID
0: can do for you. Okay. Yeah. Do you see most businesses using RFID along with barcode labeling Does it just depend on the workflow or do you consider RFID to be the next step after a business outgrows barcoding? There's
1: two answers to that generally RFID and barcoding is used together. It's used in tandem. And why is that? It really depends on what your workflow is. I'll give you an example. If you are a manufacturer and you put a barcode on something and it goes to a retailer, is that retailer also needing to use that barcode? If that is the case, you're going to want to continue to use barcodes with RFID tags. Perhaps they're your retailer isn't using RFID yet. So you need to be able to give them that flexibility to use both. Perhaps you have several that are using RFID, some aren't using RFID. So again, you're gonna still need that human readable information. Another part of that answer would be, let's talk about logistics, or if you have a shipping label, and today we all know our shipping labels with tons of barcodes on there, You again, you're, if you're going to have an open loop or a closed loop process, an open loop process, meaning it's going to be read by other vendors, you're going to need to keep that barcode on there until the world goes RFID, and that's a, we're a long way off from that. You're also going to have other things like, let's say you're using it in a retail space, that RFID tag will give you some of that information. But me as a consumer, my cell phone doesn't read RFID tags. I need to be able to humanly read what that price is or what that description is. I think for a long time, we will see them used together
0: in conjunction. Gotcha. That makes sense. Looking throughout the supply chain, you mentioned manufacturing can you name some common applications within distribution centers and in retail where you're seeing RFID labels being used?
1: Yes, absolutely. So palette tracking and palette tracking can be done with you're talking about manufacturing, warehousing, TNL, retail stores. So items aren't necessarily going to come out of the gate tagged individual items. You're not going to individually tag a pair of socks, but you might tag that pallet. So the pallet of product goes out the door. It goes through a portal it says, oh, this is leaving my warehouse. Now it's going to show up at a dock door at a retailer. And it's going to say, oh, this pallet is coming into my warehouse. So pallet tracking at the pallet tracking level is very, very common to be able to real time track that product. In perhaps maybe Food and beverage, I would use as another example, asset tracking and food and beverage and allocating items to what location they need to go. So physically, those cases and cases of product, how to move it through their systems. One thing we haven't talked about at all yet is healthcare. So, patient tracking, mm-hmm. especially right now, very, very important. And to be able to not only track the patients, perhaps maybe through a hospital setting, but able to do billing, right? To bill the correct product to the correct patient. Today, we see a lot of barcode wristbands. Adding RFID to that wristband just increases the way you can track customers. Yeah. Some of the other things, agricultural, we're seeing a lot of agricultural kick up again. Everybody's at home cooking. So now there's a lot more food coming into the grocery stores and coming out of the grocery stores. So to be able to track that farm to fork and recalls, be able to easily go back and find out where did that head of lettuce come from. We all know lettuce is a pain point in agricultural. Yeah. So there's just, it, you can go on and on. There's use cases in automotive, in education, government, certainly government, the ability to comply with DOD standards and tag things at item level for the DOD.
0: Okay. Yeah. So pretty much any industry, there's a place for RFID, but are there certain types of items that are less, I guess, not well-suited for RFID labels? There's always a solution that can be
1: built. Let me start with that. But yes, metals and liquids are nemesis <laughs> so rf technology rf waves metal it will bounce off of. So if you put an RFID tag on something metal, the RF will just bounce off. It won't read it. If you put it on something full of liquid, including the human body, it absorbs, right? So you don't get good reads. But there's always solutions for that. So in the metal, on metal labels are becoming very commonplace. And it's as simple as just a couple millimeters off. So you use perhaps a foam backing, and just to get that few millimeters off of whatever that metal object is helps you get a better read. And then the same thing with liquids. Liquids, we're seeing a lot more of a flag type, so something that maybe the actual adhesive is attached to whatever that product be. Let's say a water bottle is attached to the water bottle, but the tag itself, the RFID tag, will be flagged off the product, not touching that liquid, therefore you get better reads. There's always solutions solutions. There's so many companies out there making some really cool stuff. At Zebra, we are implementing a lot of flag solutions, and we do have our Silverline product that is specific for on metal applications.
0: Okay. And do you hear any, I guess, common misconceptions about RFID, things that people kind of get wrong about the technology?
1: Yes. I think RFID is so commonly used. So as a consumer, you hear RFID and you think, oh, you're going to track every moment. If you put RFID tag on me, you're going to know exactly where I am every minute of the day. And that's not the case. RFID technology is, especially UHF RFID technology, which is where Zebra plays mostly, it's going to track where that item was last. So if you put an RFID tag on a product, unless you walk past an antenna that reads it, it's not going to know where it is. So that's the first one. We get calls from customers that'll say, I need this product. I'm going to have of tools. It was a specific use case. I have these tools. I want to track them out in the field. I want to know where they are because if I lose them, I want to be able to go find them. And he had found a company that said that they could do that, real-time GPS RFID tracking. And of course, once we dug into it for him, that was not the case. Again, that RFID tag has to walk past something. It has to move past an antenna to read it. So that's probably the biggest misconception that we hear. And then the other thing is price. So there's so much articles and somebody's so excited about the price of RFID coming down. And absolutely it is. It's coming down to the point where it's affordable. And that's why I think there is so much noise about RFID and somebody's so excited but it's not at that pennies that we are hearing. So you can get a chip, <laughs> a chip costs a penny, a chip costs two pennies, but then you gotta make it into something. You'd have to add an antenna, you have to add adhesives, or maybe it has to be riveted onto something. It's not as simple as a penny for these tags. So we spend a lot of time helping people understand that and making sure they're making the best choices for what they need for their operations.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So I guess as the technology has become more common or more accessible, we see a lot of different suppliers of RFID labels. And like anything, I'm sure they vary in quality. So what should people look for? What makes an RFID label good? What's the top in quality?
1: So one of the things we do hear a lot about, again, starting with price, People get really excited and say, well, I've got a guy who can get me a label for four cents. And then, again, we start digging into it. And what does that four cents really give you? So this is really a great question. One of the things, first off, when Zebra started converting RFID labels, we paired up with Auburn University. And Auburn does independent testing, and they have their own certification We have two inlays, Zebra-branded inlays, RZBR 2000 and RZBR 4000. And the first thing we did was go to Auburn and say, could you test these for us? And right off the bat, they were certified. So what does that mean? That means you can be confident that you are going to get 98 to 100% reads on these inlays. And why is that important? For all the reasons why you want to implement RFID, for that consistency going through your workflow. If you're only getting 60% of reads, you might as well just use a barcode and use line of sight. It's not really giving you that added benefit RFID is supposed to give you. So it really drives that consistency. So that's really what you want to see. You want to be able to, Auburn certified absolutely would be the standard. Not everybody's going to do an Auburn certification on their inlays. Auburn. University also does use cases. So perhaps you've got a use case that you're going to tag tires. You wanna tag tires in a retail environment. You can go out there and they have that spec already written and they have designated which inlays they have already certified for that particular spec. So there's two ways that you can use Auburn University in that respect. We have two places that we are converting RFID here in the States, it's in Greenville, Wisconsin. We're very excited. That's kind of our flagship plant, mostly because it's very close to our Chicago office and we make lots of trips up there very frequently for R&D purposes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When we started about a year ago now, chose to start converting RFID, we wanted to make sure that we were putting really good products out there and we wanted to focus on those use cases that customers we had to get it right for them, just like we do for our supplies business today. We took those standards and put it into our RFID business. There are customers out there, you can get product coming out of Asia for $0.04. Cents. You're not going to get the reads that you need. You're not going to get the consistency that you need. And perhaps they're going to fall off, just like with regular labels. You've got to get the adhesives right. You've got to get the materials right. Tote tracking. There's a lot of different totes out there, billions of totes in our world that we don't even know are behind the scenes, and we need to track them. They all have different needs. What kind of adhesive do you need? Are you going to wash these totes? Are you going to sanitize these totes? Are you going to replace this tag, or do you want it to last 10 years? All those things, those are the reasons why you would want to do business with Zebra, because we have those experts that can help answer those questions. It's not a quick Google search and buy the first tag you can find online.
0: So the label expertise really comes into play?
1: More so than you would think. Yep.
0: Okay. Could you share a couple real-life applications where Zebra RFID labels are being used?
1: So I've kind of talked about a few, but I'll, I'll put them more into more detail. So the one I was just talking about, Tote Tracking, we have a business that we were really excited about. They came to us originally just for labels, and then we blew that up and said, okay, Yes, but what about all these other things? So I'll tell you how this went. So let's say you're a grower and you're growing strawberries in Mexico and you need crates. So you call up this company and you say I want to lease crates from you and they send you a bunch of crates. You fill up your strawberries and they go to a Walmart or a Target or here in Chicago to a Jewel. The consumer buys them all. Those crates go back to the leasing company to be sanitized and then they they start all over again. So Today, this company was not even barcoding these. They had no way of tracking them. So they wanted to be able to track them. they wanted to be able to track them for a couple of reasons. One, obvious, where are they? How many do we have and who has them? But two, they wanted to be able to implement a different kind of price model. So if you're grower number one and you're turning your fleet over twice a year, I'm going to charge you a dollar. But if you're grower number two, and you're flipping those crates four times a year, maybe I'm only going to charge you a quarter. So they wanted to be able to charge appropriately in that way. So those were the two major use cases they were looking at. But then as we dug into it, they said, well, actually, if we put these readers at the wash station, then we can certify, we can accurately certify this has been sanitized. And it was sanitized at this day, at this time, at this store, all those things that Somebody might really think is important. So, with that, we said, okay, so this particular company had 60 million crates that needed to be labeled. And we said, well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to actually label 60 million crates? That seems just overwhelming. So, we were able to actually implement printing the labels on site using an applicator applying those labels once at the Product had been washed, applying the labels to the crates. So you're taking out that human element out of it. You're not deploying, I don't even know, hundreds of people to to do this. So once these 60 million crates are labeled, they will continue to have this automation in place. So if it does come through the process and its label has fallen off for whatever said reason, somebody pulled it off perhaps, it will then automatically be relabeled. Huge initiative. Their executives at this company were like, we hadn't even gone there yet. We hadn't even thought about that yet. We were just trying to figure out what the ROI is. And basically, Zebra, you just solved this problem for us. So really, really excited. And then it went beyond that. This company who leases the crates works with all these growers. And these growers are out, like I said, in Mexico, in New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, growing all our fruits and vegetables for us. Well, they don't have any way to read RFID. And so then they were able to implement handhelds in the field to help them with their operations in the field as well. It was kind of like the use case that just kept on giving. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's huge, right? That's a huge multi-million dollar thing. But it doesn't have to be. One of the other things that I saw early on with Zebra, special order. So let's say you're in a home improvement store. You go in and you buy a special order $500 door. And you wait weeks for it to come in. You get there. Now you're standing at this door saying, I'm waiting for my door. And they can't find the door. And it's an hour later. And it's an hour and a half later. And this is real. This has happened to me. This is not unusual, right? You're waiting. You're waiting. So what happens, and I got to see this. You go back to the special order room. The product comes in off the truck. They handwrite a label, which gives me the wee-wee-jeebies anyway. Handwrite a label, stick it on there, stick it in a bay, and hope they can find it when the customer gets there. Very simply, I said, this is so easy. You just need a little RFID printer and a handheld. Product comes off the truck. You type it in. Just use a laptop computer. It doesn't even have to be part of a network. Type in the information. So now it prints a label, first of all, but then RFID encodes that label, put it on the product, stick it in there. Then when the customer comes, you take your handheld and wave it around the room at the Geiger counter, we call it, it's actually a label locator, will beep until you find the product. And you're talking about a minute, two minutes to find something, depending on the size of the room. That same key use case can be lift and replicated Cannabis. Lots of stuff happening in the cannabis industry. One of the use cases that I'm working on is the store has to expire their products. And if you can imagine all that product on the shelf, and there's a certain amount of time. So they're using those handhelds to walk the store and be able to pull off the expired product rather than picking up every single item and checking that date or picking up every item and scanning that barcode. Now, again, you're just walking the store Pulling the individual items off, you're done in minutes. Again, in the cannabis industry, they have to do inventory daily. Daily. That's insane. And we just took their time from two hours on a small store to 10 minutes, not exaggerating. And now you're deploying those employees to do more important tasks for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive.
1: It is. It's really exciting. I get a little geeky about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned how Zebra. Is able to provide everything. And that's one thing it informs too that we're, we like being the one stop shop. If they need the labels or the printers, the scanners, it helps to just get it from one source. And I'd imagine with RFID that those pieces talk better to each other. Can you talk a little bit about that, how that works, the other RFID products that Zebra offers?
1: Yes, absolutely. So one of the things was so exciting for us is. In the RFID space, we have so much longevity there, 25, 30 years in RFID. And people think, well, RFID, that's not that old. It is that old. And Vibra has been in that space for that long. And we have those experts, those resources at our fingertips, which again, very exciting for somebody like myself that I can pick up the phone and say, I've got this use case. Can you help me? And yes, absolutely. So some of the products that also work with our labels and our tags. We have our DS line, so that's our DS9900 line, which is a rear that works at the point of sale for retail or even maybe in a healthcare lab environment. So it's a little standalone, sits on a desktop, you just wave the RFID tag past it and it reads it. From there, we have our MC line, which is a handheld computer, so a mobile computer line that you're gonna use in front of store. You'll see those traditionally, if you're in a retail space, they've got number pads on them, most likely. In a warehouse, we have rugged solutions. Those MCs also come as rugged solutions or even out in the yard, perhaps, product that can work all across those lines. From there, we also have the sleds. So a sled can be paired Bluetooth to an existing handheld computer. It can be Bluetooth to a laptop. So perhaps you already have invested in a bunch of handheld computers and now you wanna upgrade to be able to read RFID, that's what a SLED will give you. Great, really exciting. We implement a lot of those in the retail settings. Fixed readers. So we talked about the DS readers. Those are the retail readers. A fixed reader, you're gonna see more rugged. You're gonna see them hanging on the walls, hanging from the ceilings. You're going to use those type of readers when you have multiples, thousands of things you want to read. Maybe something coming down a conveyor belt. Perhaps it's coming down a conveyor belt and you want to reroute it to a certain way. You need a reader to say, oh, this product needs to go this way. This product needs to go that way. Something a little bit more rugged. There is also business class readers, meaning they're a little bit more aesthetically pleasing to the eye, I would say. Something different, a brighter color, not dark, rugged. You want to put it in your office. And then the antennas. So you need readers and antennas when you're talking about fixed products. Again, we have rugged, low profile, things that are very thin. You put them on the counter. You can use it in that way. A little bit more discreet, customer-facing, compact-type readers. So pretty much you don't need to go anywhere else. Come to Zebra, soup to nuts, anything that you need.
0: All right. Well, Kelly, thanks for taking us through that. That was really informative very good. Thank you so much for having me. So if anyone has any questions about RFID supplies or labels, readers, reach out to Informs. We work really closely with Zebra Technologies and we can help you, like we said, the one-stop shop. Thanks.